It's Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in, take control of the airwaves, and talk about whatever is on your mind. The number for that, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. And Conan. And Conan, you've been playing a lot of Enderall lately. I actually got last Monday off, and for, I think it was last Monday. I don't know, time is kind of meaningless for me lately, but I got a Monday off recently, and I spent it playing Resident Evil Village. It's not a game that I can recommend for people who don't have a whole lot of spare time. I haven't been playing a whole lot in all this week. I play, like you, like once a week, like maybe two hours, and then that's it. I mean, it's, it is prime time garden right now. I'm out there getting bit by the black flies, getting, uh, getting be- just a beautiful tan on my back. I got that farmer tan going on right now. Um, yeah, See, I no, haven't it- been able to get even once a week lately. I mean, this was the first time I played a game, I think, since like, or seriously sat down to play a game since like August of last year. Yep. A lot of that was because, you know, I had better things to do with my time or more interesting hobbies to do. Like I would play the guitar or something like that instead of playing a video game. But I finally did do that. And I can't, like I said, I can't, just can't recommend it to someone like you because it's me- very Metroidvania style scary. Type of game. Which is the one with the, this is not Village, is it? This is something else? This is Village, yes. Oh, so this is with the, the creepy, one. The creepy uh, vampire girl who's eight feet tall following you around? Yeah, I don't know that it's really creepy. It is at first. It's it's very unsettling. She's hot, by the way. Uh, a lot of them are hot. And with and with the uh, the Southern Belle accent, isn't that is? Am I getting that correct? I've only seen like walkthroughs, real quick walkthroughs. I'm like, that's kind of. She's probably she's not my type, right? But she probably would be considered hot mm-hmm. by. What people. about the what about the daughters? I haven't the, seen the any daughters of them. are are for sure hot. So you, I mean they're. They're demon things, but that's one of my issues with the whole thing. The daughters are these in the Resident Evil universe. They're they're made up of bugs that release pheromones to mimic humans. It's a mess with your brain and make you think they're humans or something like that. It's all very stupid. And I would have been happy if they just said, oh, yeah, they're witches and we have witches in Resident Evil now. They won't say witches. No, they, they instead invent this crazy nonsense about bugs and pheromones. I'm like, can you just... Can you now, just say witches? This is silly. I the only the only one that I ever played thoroughly was Resident Evil Four, which I really like. And actually, I think there's a pretty good port, PC port, that's out there. It's on Steam right now. I got it on my wish list. But I mean, always something else comes up that I want to play over well, over top of that. So it's just I haven't gotten around to. But I mean, but I real I I remember that it was like a contagion. Uh, yeah. Aren't all it's of all, it's it, all it, about a virus generally? It, isn't but, yeah? Is but isn't every Resident Evil a different germ or something? I think so. I think it started with a T virus and then it became a G virus, and who knows? It, it's all very silly, and I wish they would stop with that because very very well. I, have you seen the movies? No, with, I have with the movie with the, with the umbrella uh, symbol being the exact symbol that Wuhan uses. I have not seen that, but I'm not surprised. I mean, the movies, any video game movie is terrible. It's just a way of taking money out of Germany and yeah, moving but, it to the United States without having to pay a bunch of taxes on it. Yeah, but Jovovich is hot. And she plays Maybe. and she plays in a lot of um, gothy sci-fi types that I would rather watch than something, anything else that's out there. And she was in, and then she was in Fifth Element. Come on. But in, I was never a fan of Fifth Element, man. Whoa! I have tried repeatedly to watch that movie, and I'm just like, this is boring. Holy crap, man. I mean, it, I, w- I was like a teenager when I tried to watch it, so maybe I should revisit 
revisit it I as would, an adult. I would, but... I would recommend a rewatch. That has got it's got Gary Oldman, it's got Bruce when he still had hair, and he's he hasn't hasn't played in a hundred movies in this just just this just this year. It was back in the day. On now, the subject of Resident Evil 4, though, they are remaking it the same way they did 1, 2, and 3. Curious. So if you want to hold out on replaying it until the remake. And buy it for 60 bucks? No. When I can buy, when I, when I can buy the <laughs> okay, old one fair. when I can buy the old one for 2 bucks when it's 85% off? I don't know, man. The, the Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remakes were... Pretty they, good. They justified the amount of money that I spent on 2, much more so than 3. I'll wait. Because 3 stripped out a lot of the content, apparently. But yeah, it's silly... Resident Evil 6 ends with this giant 80-foot-tall praying mantis-looking thing that got turned into that by some sort of virus. It's like, look, can, can we just stop? A virus isn't going to turn a human being into a giant praying mantis. Speaking of bugs and bug girls with pheromones, have you heard about these cicadas? I have not. Is there something weird going on with them? Uh, I haven't seen very many cicadas here in New Hampshire. Exactly. Growing up in Florida, that was what you heard every summer when you walked yes. out on the... Actually, you can hear them in the house. When you're watching a movie, you can hear these things outside. I used to call, I used to refer to them as the Langoliers. That was true in Mississippi as well. They were just everywhere. Yeah, just I a mean, cacophony it, of noise if you went outside after dark. You look at any pine tree and there's damn 50 of them. They're husks yep. hanging off the side oh, of them. I hate their husks, man. They're, they're, they're just cool. so creepy. This is the neatest part. So I'm researching uh, the cicadas, and it turns out some... Just some, out of boredom? No, it, well, that's all they're talking about. It's like, oh, now they're talking about eating them. Who, hold on, who's eating cicadas? NPR. Of course, what? this would be something that they're, oh, well, you need to, because they want you to stop eating meat, and of course, cow farts are destroying the world, and all. why don't you eat more bugs? This is, their, this is one of their things. Uh, hold on. Because I don't listen to a lot of news or watch a lot of news or expose myself to a lot of news. Are you telling me that NPR is suggesting people stop eating cows and to start eating bugs instead? This is nothing new. They've been talking about this for years. And it's not just NPR. It's, a, it's all of these, I know, it's all these, green, these greeny type news. Uh, they want us to all live in cubicles. And eat bugs. N- not own anything. All, rent everything from Amazon or whatever. Rent. Not buy. Rent. And they want us sure. to eat bugs. This is their dream. This is Greta Thunberg's. This is her dream. She wants this for us. Man, I got stuck behind a vehicle yesterday that I swear her license plate said for Greta. <laughs> that was the license plate. And, and, you know, it was a hybrid. So, right, of right, course, right. And for Greta. Uh, and, like, and, her, and her trunk was partly open. It was full of gas canisters. I didn't. Well, I didn't see that, but I, I could not help but roll my eyes that someone would buy a hybrid and then have the audacity, the arrogance, the self righteousness to have a personalized license plate, which, by the way, costs more money than just using whatever New Hampshire language. It's like fifty bucks or something. Sure, but there's also t- it wastes energy to get that personalized license. And so, plate. And it's always very ironic when I see liberty loving people get the the vanity plates. It's like, man, you just don't get it. Uh, well, I saw. I did see one really good one. It was Bitcoin, and I, that was all right. Okay, I, that's another fifty bucks you could spend if you, especially if you're just get a Bitcoin bumper. Especially sticker. if you're a promoter of it or, or whatnot. But anyways, back to cicadas. Yeah, the so. ones that we grew up with, and actually we probably experienced the seventeen-year uh, cicada. Okay. But what, the ones that we probably saw all over the pine trees was the one, the two, to three-year. Uh, Most likely. Uh, cicadas that are basically just coming out all the time this 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 brood they call it brood x or brood 10 uh, is supposedly going to be coming out uh real quick real you know very soon and uh we might even get to see some here in new hampshire it's gonna it's they're, they're an and e- npr wants us to eat them all of the all of these elites all of these if they 
you know how NPR talking down to you like they like you know I don't. like, I, like I, they're better than you. Of course they want you and me to eat bugs because they're because they want to save the planet like that. I don't know that saving the planet is going to be achieved by eating bugs. Well, I mean, there's a lot of them, and they do have protein. Sure. And I mean, there's and, like two and a half billion different insect species and, on the planet. And there are plenty of other countries that do it all the time, except there's one thing they're forgetting. Most of the people who eat bugs in third world countries are poor because they can't afford to eat uh, cow. They're either eating bugs or they're eating their cats. So, th- oh, so, so the fact that. that these elites want us... Uh, to to stoop to this to this level when there's when there's delicious cows out there, I mean, and I don't even and you know I'm a chicken rabbit guy. They are at, sure. if if you want to get into meat, uh, rabbit rabbits and chickens are the way to go as far as the consumption of what they of the grain that they actually uh, it takes to create a certain amount of meat. So basically, chickens is two pounds of grain to one pound of meat. That's a pretty good ratio. Okay. Rabbits is one pound of grain to, I'm sorry, uh, four pounds of grain to one pound of meat, which is, you know, not that bad. A pig is like 40 pounds of, of grain to one pound of meat. That's a lot of food that they're, they're eating. So, yeah, I can see them really tearing up the, you know, the planet somewhat. It's not, it's not what they tell us. But anyways, in my research for cicadas, I found a guy who was taking the bodies and we were talking about over the pine trees, and he was making sculptures out of them. Oh. Which are sick. They're sick. I'll have to show you one during the break. Are you willing to eat bugs to save the planet? 603-283-6160. Let us know what you think. I, for one, am not eating any bugs. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live with Conan and Aria, and you can join us, 603-283-6160, if you're inclined to do that, 603-283-6160. And you know, Conan just reminded me that I have, in fact, eaten bugs before, and I'm not talking about, like, you know, riding your bike and accidentally swallowing a fly or whatever. It's I mean, the, It's motorcycle. Well, yeah, you can get them on a bike, too, but you get you get whaled in the face with a with a with a like a Japanese beetle or something, you're, you're going 60 miles an hour on your bike. That's that why sucks. I bought a convertible instead of a motorcycle. <laughs> but yeah, the Pink Palace Museum that was, you know, it was the field trip that we went to every year at school. Sold these. What is what is this place? Is I don't this, know. It's just a museum. Why is it? But why is it called the Pink Palace? I have no idea. Is it only like very? I, I, was, very, I was like six, man. I don't know. I have no idea why it was called the Pink Palace, but that's what it was called. And they had a candy shop. And in this candy shop, they sold these cinnamon-flavored suckers that actually had the body of a cricket in it. Why? I don't know. A novelty item, I guess. But, I mean, it was very popular among us because you couldn't – you were eating a cricket, but it didn't taste like a cricket. In fact, it just tasted like peanuts. Now, adult me wouldn't do that because it's – I just have no desire to eat candy, first of all, but – I'm not going to go out of my way to get candy that contains a cricket. Now, now, all you kids decided to buy one of these suckers, or someone like dared you to do it, or everyone no, was just like, just, everyone's just like, oh, look at that, let's try it. That looks good. It was just pretty much what everyone did, yeah. Huh. Pretty much that. Well, I uh, here's the thing. You said, said you said that was your only experience. Uh, yes. Actually, if you've eaten anything, sure, it's a very good chance it's got some ground up bug in it. Lots of stuff, especially like flour, 
you know, and all. And so basically, every piece of bread you've ever eaten has probably been uh, has ground up stuff in it. I've never intentionally eaten a cricket after those museum experiences, at mm-hmm. least. So, well, I, I mean, mean, sure, there, Snickers is supposedly has the highest concentration of bugs of any candy bar. I don't eat a lot of candy, but... I love Snicker bars. That's that's weird to hear. Just about all candies contain some amount of bugs in them. I mean, I probably eat hundreds of bugs in the course of a week or a year just walking around doing my thing. Well, Little tiny imperceptible gnats that I swallow whole. Well, you know? hold off because, you know, if the Build Back Better types get their way, that's that's all you're going to be eating. No more meat. You can eat some veg. You can eat some vegetables. You no, some, you can eat some broccoli. I'm going to eat chicken and fish. There you go. Those are about the only two meats that I really eat. I'd eat fish all the time if I could. Oh yeah, I love fish and eggs. But I consider that to technically be chickens, I guess. Yeah. What came first? Yeah. The chicken or the egg? Who knows? I think but you it, have a list here. NPR wants us to eat bugs. Well, this is uh, actual. I think this particular site. I just pulled the first thing that was that Google told me to look at. Sure. Uh, it's by eatcricketster.com. I think they, uh, according to some pictures and some thumbnails down the page, I think they actually process and make cricket flour. And basically, this is their attempt to uh, to entice the folks out there to uh, maybe want to try it and maybe get on board to with, with, the, with the Build Back Better uh, lifestyle. But they have Now, cricket flour is ground gr- up cricket? Ground up cricket, yeah. Why do they call it flour? Is it used to... Well, yeah, it's a anything that's ground up and can be used in baking is a can be classified as a flour, I believe. And then you have so you need to have different types. You have wheat that, flour, that's what I was and curious. buckwheat, and I thought it would be more like a meat. Well, uh, well, it has a lot of protein in it, that's for sure, and it de- and it definitely doesn't taste like flour, which is actually bitter until you cook it. Um, I wonder what. So you've tried it. I have a bag of it, not because I thought this was a good idea, but my boss, who knows how I feel about this, about the Build Back Better types, yeah. those, those silly elites out there who want us all living in cubicles, she thought it'd be funny to buy me a, a bag of cricket flour. It sounds like I would get along well with your boss. I think we have the same boss, actually. From the stories I hear about yours, I think they're probably, in the, I think they're probably on the same level. Uh, they, and she she stays in contact with him, makes sure that I go to bed on work nights, and you know, yeah, and sends me memes, the kind of memes that I like that have usually that have cats in them or something. She's a duck lady, so she I get a lot of duck duck pictures. Does sound very similar to my relationship with my boss. Mm, it's good. It's a good relationship. I like it. It's it's nice. It's nice to have a boss that you don't want to strangle, and or every time you talk, it's like, oh, can you work? Can you work Tuesday? And it then, is. And then My it becomes, boss and I are going to a concert in Kentucky from September 23rd to the 26th. Ah, fraternization. Oh, we, we've gone to concerts in the past, I mean, many times. What's company? What's the company policy on that? Do what you do. Just yeah. make sure that just make sure that everything gets done at work, and then you can what do whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's married. I have no interest in her in that regard. So, mm-hmm. I mean, fraternization. I don't know if that's even the right term, considering we're friends. Yeah, but. I mean, we've gone to concerts together. It's never been an issue. Good. Well, this this is a list of 12 reasons why you should want to eat bugs. Number one, <laughs> according to this article. Yum, yum. According to Crickets this article, for dinner. number one, they are delicious. No, they are not. Um, yeah, they say they taste good, uh, and they actually uh, uh, lay out uh, some of the flavors. So crickets, 
or cricket flour may remind you of nuts because of their nutty flavor. Red ants. They do, they do taste like peanuts. I will give them that. So you do remember your uh, lollipop or whatever it was from back in the day. Yes, the was, cricket definitively tasted like peanuts to the extent that there were rumors going around that, that you know they were peanuts that had been molded into crickets. Interesting. But no, they were actual crickets. I, uh, but it did taste just like peanuts. It did. Well, I mean, it's going to be basically, the way I see it, they're going to taste like anything that they eat. And it's the same with any wildlife. Your duck that eats fish is going to taste a lot different than a duck that eats only corn, corn you know, pellets or something. And that's where a lot of people, that's where they explain that certain wildlife has a gamey flavor that is kind of off-putting because we've been spoiled. You know, eating all these, uh, all this livestock that's been basically eating corn their whole lives, and then all of a sudden you you eat some venison uh, that's been eating I don't know berries and grass, and it's just and it's and it's like I don't like the taste of this. I by the way I I do sure, but uh, well I mean I don't love it, love it. I'd rather eat some nice beef or something, but um, it doesn't. It's not so off putting that I want to throw the plate down. But yeah, it's it's they, they taste like whatever they eat. And according to this article, red ants are creamy. Red and, ants. And they have a lemony sourness. I know this. I have eaten ants, and they do kind of, they're sour. Which, and I'm like, why would you eat these? Are we talking about those red, those big red ants? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they called? They're not carpenter ants? No, no, no. The huge ones that are like impossible to kill? No, no, no. Those are, oh, I forgot what those are called. Uh, they, uh, some people call them cow killers, which is stupid because they don't kill cows. But they do sting like a like a mother. They're a velvet ant called a velvet ant, and yes, they are huge. They look good, like good save by the way. They look like red wasps without wings, and they have like fluffy bottoms. And yes, they are. They're they're pretty unique looking. They're pretty they're pretty cool looking. They look kind of science. They look kind of techy. They do. I d- I wasn't aware that um they stung though. I don't think I've ever been stung by one. I think only one of the genders stings. I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. I haven't seen one, dude. This is. Been in New Hampshire almost a decade now. I don't remember anything from Florida except that it, there's a lot of bugs. Yeah, I don't and see it's a, hot. I'll, and love bugs. I don't see a whole lot of ants here, no. or any kind of insects for that matter. Not at all. Are you willing to eat an ant? 603-283-6160. Give us a call. Let us know what you think because apparently the elites want you to subsist off of bugs. It's Free Talk Live. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farm, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. You can call in and talk about whatever you want. That's 603-283-6160. And I don't know if people have been paying attention, but the union leader released an article today that accurately summarized the situation with Ian Freeman as being the prosecutors and Ian's attorney are disagreeing over what the bail amount should be. Right. The latest was that, the latest filing i believe was that the judge ordered that they come 
that they have a hearing this week to settle that dispute. So it's it's hopeful that Ian is going to be released very soon. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to thecrypto6.com because the the FBI and several other government agencies, they raided the studio and, you know, I said initially that they were clearly trying not to take Free Talk Live off the air. That's, oh, really? It, yeah, that's not how well, it really feels to me. It it It's complicated, right? I mean, they... And I was right. They took in a drone through this window, but they didn't damage any of this equipment. And all they ultimately did was unplug some stuff. But I was wrong. They were trying to not shut down the LRN studio. Their actions as of late make it pretty clear that they're targeting Free Talk Live. Really? And its hosts. So that's... Yes. So how, and well, how do you... Because I've always suspected that, but what, what, well, is, your, what is your proof? Uh, if you look on Court Listener for the latest filings for Ian Freeman, you'll see that he's being denied contact with Mark Edgington, yep. as well as Melanie, as well as myself. Hampton, Obviously, Hampton. nobody. Michael Hampton, who does a lot of the back-end stuff for the website and the automation program <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's pretty extensive, and it's half of the people listed there are closely affiliated with Free Talk Live doing this radio show and only this radio show. There's no other involvement with anything. Yeah. I think I'm like the only one not on that list. So they're not targeting the LRN studio because that would be too obvious. Instead, they're targeting Free Talk Live and our ability to actually continue the show. So we're we're running around frantically because among the terms, Ian's going to be under house arrest, which means he's going to be here all the time, which means I can't come to the LRN studio to broadcast Free Talk Live. So now we're scrambling to turn my music studio into a broadcast studio, which is relatively straightforward, but it's not cheap and what, it takes What about time. the other? What about Melanie? What about Hampton? Well, they, Hampton they, doesn't are, host the show anymore. So it, okay, I didn't, I was, I didn't realize, but, but Melanie very obviously does. Yes. So I don't know. Maybe maybe she'll just have to start coming to my place to do the show on her nights. I, I don't know, man. There's so much in the air right now, and it's not easy. We, we will do an episode... Every single day, no matter what. But where that's going to be broadcast from right now is up in the air. Mark has been broadcasting from an unspecified location Mm -hmm. uh, Saturday and Sunday. He's having technical difficulties, though, but it's Mark. I don't expect to have those issues broadcasting from my studio. But he has been having issues, which requires Captain to be in the studio. So that's not an ideal solution. Check out thecrypto6.com if you want to find out exactly what's going on. There's a lot of information there, or a lot of it can't even be talked about. So just go to Court Listener or Pacer or whatever you use and look up the case number. I'm not going to read that out loud on the air, but I mean, it's huge. It's six co-defendants, and it's all about cryptocurrency, and it's going to affect cryptocurrency for years to come. So check it out, thecrypto6.com. Let's go to the phones, though. We've got Nick calling. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey there, everybody. We're all ready to eat some delicious scorpion like I did, you know? Where did, where did you eat these at? <laughs> uh, uh, well, my dad's girlfriend had gotten me this kind of like candy that was uh, an encased scorpion. And let me tell you, it tasted like dried wallpaper that was slightly salty. It was not delicious, and it was... Really weird. <laughs> but no, no. I mean, you know, that's what Bill Gates wants you to eat, you know. I mean, it just it sounds like such a great great future that we're going to be heading towards. Well, there I mean, it, I, but it's excited. only it's only to save the planet, Nick. 
That's the reason why. Yeah, right? you know, because we're the freedom loving people, you know, and every time you love freedom, we, you know, we, we go out, and we enjoy things. Other people get upset with that, you know, people that are really unhappy that get pies in the face like Bill Gates. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why he's doing what he's doing, because, you know, he's just a, he's been bullied. I've been bullied, too. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm a nerd. But, you know. Yeah, he doesn't hey. he doesn't go out anymore after that pie in the face. But uh, so, hold on. But yeah, it really does. It really does seem like uh, he was bullied, and now it's it's turn turnabout. He's 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 taking it back to the to the people that he despises, us little people, and he's basically picking on us. Hold on, though. What pie in the face? I don't even remember what it was for, but it was like ten years ago. I don't remember what the argument was, but he walked out of a building, and someone was there with a pie and got him good. Pie all over the place, and then he and then he never went out again. He used to like. He used to I'm like. O- I'm okay with that. It's not nice, but a pie in the face isn't going to do anyone any sort of damage or anything like that. It's just going to inconvenience them. So if you have a grievance, a grievance to settle with someone, I think a pie in the face is probably a a pretty innocuous and minor way to settle that. Yes, yeah, better than a rock through the head or something, or you know, or getting shot. But I think I think it might have been tech related. You know, Microsoft. Yeah. Don't you know they rip they rip things off and and rechristen them as their own. So it was probably another tech guy uh, who was sure. ups, who was upset that some of his that some of his software or something got stolen and repurposed. Nick, do, are you familiar oh, with yeah. the are you familiar with the uh, the reasoning for that? Uh, oh, oh well, I definitely think that you're probably right right about that. But I've seen um a lot of people have speculated about it, but I haven't really gotten a straightforward answer. Yeah. Although. It might have something to do with the fact that Linux is a much better operating system in every single way, shape, and form that doesn't hide things away from you and doesn't spy on you. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I am really, I've always wanted to play around with Linux. I never have because I, I'm doing other things like gardening. Uh, but I want to start a, a diaspora uh, pod for, for my family and, and, and other disaffected uh, conservatives because I have a lot of them in my family. And, used, and, and I found out I can't I can't do it without Linux because there, there is no Windows option. I've used Linux in the past, but I'm a gamer, so I'm sort of restricted to uh, Windows as I'll, an I'll, operating I'll, system. Yeah, I, agreed. I'll have to have Windows yeah, on no. one computer, but on my server, it's it's got to be Linux or some because that's your only option if you want to do the diaspora. Nick, thank you so much for the call tonight. The Microsoft is frustrating me, especially Windows, because the the server, not the server, the PC we use here to do the show is running Windows 10, and I have disabled the Windows update process at service rather right. at least four times, and it keeps re-enabling itself, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be a violation of Microsoft's terms somewhere or some sort of legal violation. I don't know why it's doing that. I've never encountered that. I have uh, I have the same problem with uh, uh, mining mining software. Sometimes some of these some of these uh, uh, programs Windows sees them as a trojan, right? And I will go through all the steps, and I'm like, no, I have allowed this program. Please stop eliminating it and sending it to the stinking quarantine folder. I've told you specifically that this is an okay program, and seven days later, you know, a week later. It yeah. just decides to. It's usually after an update, by the way. It just decides, ah, oh, we don't like this guy. Quarantine. Except, and I don't find out until twelve hours later. I could have been mining, and I'm at work, and it happens in you know whenever Windows decides to you know update itself. Very aggravating. Windows update is the absolute worst. Um, I did IT for ten years, and 
nothing caused me as many headaches or problems as Windows Update because it breaks way more things than it fixed because they can't possibly test for all of these printers, all graphics of these environments. Graphics cards all graphics, the time. Yes. It's like a, a, a new update that your old driver doesn't work anymore for whatever reason. So you got to like usually go back. Uh, well, what is, when, you, when you... Dude, Windows on my old computer, the one that I had like when I moved up here that I trashed years ago, the driver situation for it because of Windows updates and drivers updates and swapping out driver cars, it was so screwed up mm-hmm. that I could no longer update or remove the drivers. The only option was to completely reformat the operating system because Windows had just screwed it up to that extent because it didn't know what was going on. Ah, the good old days. Used to be hard, by the way, guys, uh, you millennials out there who just buy a computer and you never have to do anything special to it. It did used to be hard, but now we have you know just NVIDIA and AMD as the yep. manufacturers. Yep. 603-283-6160. We're going to talk more about reasons that you should eat bugs, reasons the elites want you to eat bugs. Welcome back, everybody. It's Free Talk Live. Arya had to step out for a second. Seems there's a cop out there. Not sure what they're after, but... Uh, Something about paintball guns. I heard him. Do we have paintball guns here? No, but I mean, people egged our house, and I didn't oh. see them going around knocking on each door in the neighborhood, but whatever. That was weeks ago. Like I didn't hear anything hitting the sides of the walls or anything in the past 20 minutes. So very, very interesting uh, that they would come pick on us. But uh, all right, bugs. Oh, and by the way, guys, <laughs> the call in number 603-283-6160. Uh, you, you were trying to, we were talking about bugs in the last segment. Who are you talking to? You came in and you're like, I'm talking to you. I know, oh. but you didn't introduce me. Oh, my, my name is Conan. And this is Bonnie. Oh, so this is our first time on the show together. Yep. Even though you're walking around always cleaning things and, and coming in, sticking your head in the door and giving little snippets. Like, for example, <laughs> uh, what do you mean we don't have ants here? I saw ants all day. Yeah, I was killing ants all day with a mop today at my job. Well, uh, believe it or not... Um, we're in New Hampshire. There are bugs. Uh, there are ants. But compared to what Aria and I experienced growing up, uh, uh, I in Florida, uh, Aria in Mississippi, Alabama. Um, no, she's from Mississippi. no, you were right the first time. Was I? Was Mississippi. Okay. Um, the bug, the bugs are everywhere, and there's there's different types, and they've got that they st- have a swarm attack, and they get in your car and your radiator. There's a thing in Florida. I don't know if you had them. They're called love bugs. Are you familiar? Love bugs? No. Love bugs. Supposedly, the urban myth is they were actually uh, uh, spliced together in University of Florida, which is in Gainesville, where I grew up. Uh, that's the myth. I don't know that this is real. The re- and the reasoning is, is they basically uh, mate, and they fly around. They basically mate butt to butt, abdomen to bat, and they, and they can fly stuck to each other, Ew. and they're flying around. And uh, they taste really nasty, so nothing eats them. The birds don't eat them, the frogs don't eat them, nothing. So there's a, there's a basically a love bug season where you're driving, and your whole car will be plastered with these dead love bugs, and they have a sticky 
gooey blood that just basically sticks to everything and actually ruins the paint because there's like an acid in their blood or something. It's a real straight straight alien xenomorph type of a thing where it's the last thing in the world you want is to uh, be driving around during love bug season, which is quite extensive. It's like at least two months. What about June bugs? Do y'all know what June bugs are? Not a clue. Let, let me interrupt for a second uh, to explain to Bonnie, who's probably quite nervous right now, and the listeners who are probably quite confused. Paintball gun. What's up? Yeah. So suddenly there was a cop knocking at the door, and I was like, okay. Let me Which is not that. a good thing in our, in our current <laughs> no. situation. Uh, it's let, not. I didn't yell at him this time. So. Where's my boyfriend? Oh, you locked my boyfriend up. <laughs> Well, what did you do that previously? Well, the like a day after the raid, two days after the raid, maybe like a week after the raid, a cop came to knock on my door to follow up with me about um, a report I left with him, and I just didn't know why he was there because I forgot I did that. So I was just like, Matt, there's a cop here. Get the f- away from me. Leave me alone. And I couldn't. I don't know why I was doing it. It was just like a reaction. I, I, in your boots, in your situation, I think that I would have been doing the same thing. I don't really care though. Like I'm not really sorry. Well, so I, in light of the recent vandalism here at the studio of people scatter, scattering trash along the lot, yard and, you know, stealing the peace sign and throwing eggs at vehicles, I didn't know what to expect. But uh, evidently someone is driving around Keene with a paintball gun and a red Civic and they're randomly shooting cars with paintballs, apparently. So why are they so bothering us? Because they drove by and there were cars, I guess. Is, is, it doesn't seem to be targeted at us on this particular. What's, what is your what is your convertible? What is that? It's an eclipse. So nothing. Does it look anything like a red Civic? Well, no. I, I was here doing a show, so and I wouldn't shoot my friend's car with paintball guns anyway. Right, right, I mean, right. did they go knock on everyone else's doors when we? Re- well, not we, but when Matt reported the eggs. I don't think so. I don't know, but I mean, it was it was a courtesy. Of Keen PD to let us know, hey, someone shot your car with paintballs. Uh, you might want to clean it off. Or wait, whose car did they shoot? Uh, they shot roaches, and um, I don't remember her radio name. Oh, wait, just yeah, recently? Police, wow. She's yeah, apparently it's sometime in the last hour or so. Oh, Holy crap! That's crazy. When I was driving home like uh, thirty minutes ago, I saw cops at like this house and a bunch of old people outside with their arms crossed. Maybe they were like reporting it. I don't know, but yeah, it's Khaleesi. That's her name, and she's gonna be really upset. She loves her car. But apparently, uh, someone's just driving around shooting cars with paintball guns, and Keen PD is going around looking for paint on cars and stopping and letting people know, which is innocuous of them. You guys ever been shot with a paintball gun? Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I love paintball. Heck Me? No. Never. Pellet, really? pellet gun? Yes. <laughs> no, or not pellet I gun. I think you and B- I B- had this B- conversation B- a long time ago. I don't think so. But yeah, I've been hit with BB guns, because that's what we did uh, back in the early 80s, because we were dumb kids and... I've been hit with a BB, with a BB gun. Yeah, you were only where there was rules. You're only supposed to pump it like two or three times. None of this ten pumps because that would <laughs> that would really do damage. I it, shot my own finger with a BB gun, but no bullet, just to see what would happen. Because I was like eight, I don't know why I did it, and literally immediately it was like I couldn't even like make a noise. It was so much pain. I was like, why did I do that in my own backyard all alone? I have no idea. why. I got I, shot I in my ear and. Uh, it was extremely painful. Like, but the, it, ear, like the ear lobe or right into like, your ear? The, the ear lobe, that little dangly thing, part. Yeah, that got shot. Man, that was a terrible place to get shot. But it could have been worse. I grew up with the kid who had, one, lost your eye. Who had one stuck in his eye. <laughs> just, and, like, just like the movie Christmas Story or whatever it was. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. And the doctors wouldn't remove it because, I mean, obviously it would risk more damage to his eye. Oh, oh, God. oh my God. Anything but eyes. It's, oh, I'd, like rather talk eye. About, I'd rather talk about bugs than... <laughs> 
BBs in my eye. Was it in his eyeball or like? No, it was just in the eye socket, like sort of under his. Is it still there? They finally got it out. I don't know. I haven't spoken to him in like fifteen years. Maybe his skin like has rejected it by now. Maybe that happens. Well, June bugs are little beetles and they're like green and purple like they they're iridescent and mm-hmm. they just fly all around your garage and they're just annoying they don't sting or anything but in june obviously or like may they like swarm at least in texas and like tennessee now there is something similar what you just described it's called a japanese beetle uh they they're a, they're a nuisance they basically they they swarm my apple trees and I, when I say swarm, I mean like, you know, you can almost breathe them in. But these are big monster beetles. Hmm. And basic, and they go up there and they mate and they do their thing. And I go through the, systematically squishing them all. Do they eat the apples? No, they eat the, they, they just are a nuisance. What do they eat? I don't even know. But basically, but there's a trap. It's called, it's a Japanese beetle trap. And it basically has a fragrance that they really like. And people sometimes get these and hang them up on a tree. Don't do that. Because all you're because here's what you do. You, you attract just them. You, attra- <laughs> you attract every beetle in the whole neighborhood, and they want to come to your house. Now, maybe I guess if you put it way out in the woods somewhere, that might make sense. But uh, yeah, don't my neighbors, if you're listening, which you're not, don't set up a stupid Japanese beetle across from my fence because that's retarded. I find citronella fuel tiki torches to be a really great great way of keeping bugs away. Yep. I have several of them, you know, just around my back porches. So if I want to go out there at night, I just light one, and the bugs leave me alone. The mosquitoes are kind of bad here, or not really, because I'm from Mississippi, where the mosquitoes are actually legitimately bad, because it's a swamp. But this is technically a swamp, too, and there are mosquitoes, but they're nowhere... Like, you'll get stung once a night. The mosquitoes don't bother me at all. In fact, I saw my first mosquito today. It's the black flies. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I I get stung, and I... And, and, oh, they do... You better believe it. Uh, the venom is just is potent. I wake up the next day bruised from these bites. It's just the weirdest thing. But they have a season. It's right now, I don't which think is I've when I want to be bitten out. or stunk by a black fly. Well, maybe your citronella candles are working. I don't know that citronella. I haven't lit any this year. I don't know that citronella even works. I think it's a myth. I don't think they work. I'm I'm it, researching it, it currently. It can't be a myth. When we played at Fork Fest, I mean, we had torches, we had lights shining on us, we had all sorts of LED stuff going on, yep. and. I didn't get bitten or stung by a single bug as we were standing up well, there. Well, someone with better with tastier blood was probably attracting all the mosquitoes to them or her or whatever, and it's you were just possible. you were just lucky. I'm trying a new. I've been working on concoctions for years, trying to figure out what works. Uh, right now, I just ordered some eucalyptus lemon or lemon eucalyptus oil, which is supposedly, according to the FDA, and how can we even you know can we even trust those those nimrods? Sure. But according to them, it's the only natural occurring substance that will deter mosquitoes hmm. and, and hopefully black flies as well. So I'm going to find, I'm going to, I'm probably, it's probably in my mailbox right now. I'm going to find out whether this stuff works because you know what? I can't handle these black flies. These are not, these are, these are maddening. I heard that Vicks Vaporub does that, but like I put it on my legs last year in Texas. I guess it was pretty bad at that time and yep. it didn't work, but it did sting where I had bites. So don't do that. I imagine it would sting. If you know the secret concoction to solving my bug problem, please call in and tell me. I'll listen. Are you listen? Bonnie will listen. But what kind of bugs freak you out? What kind of BBs and eyes freak you out to no end? Call in. Tell us your thoughts. 603-283-6160. 
Carl Watner, longtime proponent of a voluntary society, died last December. You may have seen his articles published on his website, voluntarius.com, in his newsletter, The Voluntarist, The Mises Institute, or elsewhere over the last 40 years. His newest book, I Must Speak Out, Volume 2, The Best of the Voluntarist, is now available via Liberty Under Attack Publications. This 430-page second volume spans the years of 2000 through 2020 and includes articles by Carl Watner, Hans Hermann Hoppe, Carl Hess, Benjamin Tucker, George H. Smith, Lysander Spooner, Pete Ayer, Joyce Brand, and many others. I Must Speak Out is for the newly initiated, the veteran voluntarist, or anywhere in between. Buy the book now at libertyunderattack.com slash voluntarist. For more great content on building a voluntary society and for Carl's extensive archives, check out voluntarist.com. Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, 283-603-283-6160. That's the call in line. You can call in and talk about anything you want, 603-283-6160. With you in the studio, it's Aria. And Conan. And... I have to, if I had more presence of mind, I would have actually put up my convertible top when I was out there, considering there is someone going around the neighborhood shooting paintball guns, and you can do a fair bit of damage to the inside of a convertible Oh yeah, with the top down. It was 80 degrees here in Keene today. Absolutely beautiful Ooh. day. Oh yeah, it was hot. It was definitely a day for driving around with the top down, and I did, and I got here, and it was still warm, so I didn't bother to put it up. I think I'm going to need to do that during the next commercial break, though. But it's, my car wasn't shot with the paintball gun, fortunately, which is actually kind of weird because when they came by the studio, when someone else came by the studio to throw eggs at cars, my car was also not hit. Presumably, they didn't know that it was related to the show. I, who knows what these people know and who knows what they're thinking? The same is true of these people who want us to eat bugs. These people from this Cricket's website who are trying to sell you a cricket flower to make bread out of, presumably. Oh, yeah. This is a total ad. These yeah. people are, well, you know, they. why did they even start the business? Unless they maybe believed in it. I would imagine they have to believe in it. Yeah. Cricket flower is going to save the world. So I think that this is just an attempt to basically sell cricket flower and also to... Uh, to work into their bias. Do they really not realize how this works? So, like, if cricket flour somehow became popular, we would have to have these massive industrialized cricket farms in order to fuel that demand. Or Absolute, satisfy absolutely. That demand. And according to some of the experts, you're supposed to really want to eat wild bugs. Uh, if you were actually, they, they want me to go out and hunt for bugs. If you're actually, far, if you're actually farming them. So basically, what's the big complaint with the, uh, the the poor old chickens? You got chickens who are in these little cubicles, you know, standing one right next to each other. Yeah, it's horrifying. And they're, sh- I almost said it, pooping all over themselves, and it's it's pretty pretty wild. Uh, especially, and uh, since they're so close to each other, they can't really get away. So if you have a mean chicken, they're sitting there pecking on each other, and they, there's nowhere for them to go. So it's a it's a pretty horrible life. It the is. Good, the good news is it's only like eleven weeks. Your chicken, your big fat monster seven pound chicken that you bought at the grocery store is hormones. Just a baby. It's a baby. Well, and not and not and not well, I I'm not actually sure. There's a lot of they vaccinate them. Yep. 
not sure how many hormones are being pumped into them into their food uh, but I do know that uh, the it's a it's a very it's a very sad breed. It's called the Cornish Cross. The ones that you're probably eating, that you're snacking on right now uh, at the house while you're listening. Uh, one of the one of the main breeds is called a Cornish Cross, and basically they grow so fast and so and they get so heavy that they can't walk. They they actually break their legs uh, as often. If you if you go past the eleven week mark. Past their adolescence, past you know into adulthood, they get so fat and so big that they're they 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 have, they just live horrible lives. Their hearts stop. You're familiar with giants. I am and, and human giants. They don't really have a long lifespan. And I'm familiar with the subject you're talking about. If you really want to learn how screwed up the food industry is in the United States, watch Food Inc. That's mm-hmm. Food Incorporated. I've seen that food one. Inc. It is absolutely horrific. And if that's not bad enough for you, watch the film Earthlings and try to walk away from that not being a vegetarian or even a vegan. But you did watch them, but you still eat chicken and fish. I still eat chicken, but I don't eat that industrialized chicken. I mean, I can tell the difference, right? And anyone can. If you go to the supermarket and your chicken breast is six inches across one way and you know nine inches the other way what you've got there is a genetically modified chicken i've seen chickens well, right actual live free roaming chickens yeah. they're not that big yeah they're, they're they're abominations for sure now they are they lab made and and, and i also question how much I think how much hormones Tyson. are being used on them but uh, i'm not so sure about that it's a secret breed it's a secret heritage. They're not telling. I, I have a pretty good idea what 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 they're made of, but um, but no one really knows because it's a it's a well kept secret. Uh, but no, it's natural selection. They they've they've been bred uh, yeah. over uh, the past at least the past half a century. Uh, this particular breed of chicken, and uh, um, they just they're just they're just bred to grow really fast. Which well, is they're also sad you know pump full of hormones and stuff like that to make them grow to unnaturally large sizes. Yeah, my birds, uh, not these birds. They right. are they are out there scratching and they're you know in the woods and they're you know dust bathing and they're fighting with each other and having sex with each other and it's just a you can tell they're happy birds and they're not and they're half the size of this Cornish cross. Um, you don't get a whole lot of meat on them. But that's just the nature no, of the No, but game. you're not torturing an animal throughout its entire existence yep. in order to sustain yourself either. True, true Look, that. And that's where I come in at it. I, sure, I'll accept that eating meat, killing an animal in order to eat it, it's, it's probably unethical. It probably can't be justified because I could sustain myself without killing anyone. But you're, but you're happy to kill your broccoli. broccoli. Well, yeah. Which is, broccoli doesn't feel pain. Well, Maybe. We I, we hope wouldn't that be something we find out in a hundred years that all this time the lettuce that we were eating was crying out in pain and if, there is some truth to that you know that when the Perhaps. when a plant is damaged you know it it immediately tries to heal itself it's you know sap is rushing to that breaking point and it's the, the plant is trying to survive so what if what if they are actually crying out in pain that they're they're screaming in agony as you just broke a branch off wouldn't that be something they may very well feel pain but. A human can't subsist off water. Nope. So, 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 or grass. But that's just the way the universe is. That's just the way life is. Life feeds on life. Correct. I just don't want to torture things in the process of doing so. I'll still eat meat as long as I have good reason to believe that meat wasn't, you know. Yeah, humane, inhum- humanely raised yes. and, and uh, put out of its existence in a nice, humane fashion. 
Yes. You know, none of this uh well I've seen I've seen some documentaries too and some of these slaughterhouses are just ugh, they give me the EBGBs. That's why I prefer like Bardo Farms here in New Hampshire. All of their meat is, you know, good. It's locally sourced. I mean, they grow it themselves. Mm-hmm. It's free range. They don't torture them and they kill them as humanely as it is possible to kill something. Yeah, I think that uh yeah, they're, they're, but it's a dying breed. I think that some places it actually seems to be coming back. People are It's becoming more of the fad, and people are trying, not only a fad, but people are actually trying to live healthier and get away from some of the nonsense that we were just talking about. But, you know, big business, big, big, big farm, they don't want little guys, you know, selling their organic, free-range anything. They because no, it's, Tyson it's, it's and Monsanto have the food world on lockdown, yeah. and they want to keep it that way. There's another. There's another. Uh, t- speaking of Gates, uh, who I believe at this point owns like forty percent of all U.S. farmland. Really, he's, bu- he's been buying it up left and right. Why? You know, Mister Depopulation. And by the way, uh, Nick, he, uh, the guy who pied him, he was just a prankster. I think he was one of these radio radio hosts, a prankster, and he just decided that uh, it would be fun to throw a pie at Bill Gates. But anyways, this guy is you got we got to watch this guy. It's weird that he's buying up farmland. I'll definitely give you that because Bill Gates is definitely going to fall on the side of you know Tyson and Monsanto. oh definitely Ma- most definitely they're doing this for our own good. You know they're they're poisoning you to save you because they love you, and if. And if you don't want their poison meat, hey, here's a solution. Just eat some bugs. No, that's that's what they want. They want us to eat. Because but, why? Number one, they are delicious, according to this stupid article. Number two, uh, you're probably, and we already discussed this, you're probably eating them already anyways, because they're in everything. Yes, which, but not intentionally. Exactly, which is why, well, that's not a good point. I'm not intentionally eating the stupid things. I don't want bugs in my food. I, you know, try to prevent that from happening. So that's not a good argument at all. And when people are told that they eat bugs, they feel grossed out because the idea of eating a bug is pretty gross. It's not not appetizing at all. Here's some examples of of what what contains a lot of bugs. Uh, Commonly found in chocolate, cinnamon, dates, coffee beans. Hmm. I'm drinking coffee as we speak. Potato chips, peanut butter, broccoli, canned tomatoes, fig paste. Fig paste. That doesn't sound very appetizing. Nothing with I, the word paste in it sounds appetizing. Maybe, maybe they mean like fig jam. That actually sounds really tasty. Uh, canned fruit, juices, and etc. So uh, uh, there you go. It's in everything you eat. Sure, but I'm not intentionally eating bugs nope. when I eat those things. 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you in the studios, Aria and Conan. And the end may be in sight. Evidently, uh, Mayor George Hansel is willing to have a vote here in Keene about lifting the mask mandates. So we might actually be free to show our faces to people again. Which should have never happened in the first place because that's not how the state runs. Cities can't create these types of ordinances. That's why I'm suing them. Good. Um, I don't really care. But it's really a care. slow process. Evidently, by the time it actually, anything comes of it, 
the ordinance will have been lifted. Or there'll be something else to worry about, like like freedom papers. It's all little golden stars on our uh, lapels to prove that uh, either we were vaccinated or not. Uh, we'll see who has the majority. Right now, I think only about 100 and I think it's up to a little like 110 million people have been fully vaccinated, which 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 is an ungodly amount. And I didn't realize it was that high. But, That's about uh, one in three, especially when you consider that kids don't get it yet. And guess what? They just decided this week. Twelve year olds can get it. Well, the vote could come as early as Thursday, even if, you know, the city of Keene does lift, lift its mask mandate, though I'm still proceeding with the lawsuit because they had no authority to enact it in the first place. Correct. But you're right. Uh, the mask thing don't work. When I was out there smoking during the long break, I, I saw this. Presumably, they were a couple walking and I saw the dude touch his mask at least four times. It's disgusting. So it really is. It really is like a diaper within 30 seconds. And then he wiped his nose on oh. his arm. Oh. After touching his mask repeatedly, pulling it back up, pulling it back down, it's like, dude, this is a literally, it is a literal Petri dish that you're breathing into and keeping at your body temperature. Yeah. The one good thing about not having been in a grocery store in over a year is I don't see that anymore. I don't see my cashier touching her face. I'm standing in line two minutes yeah. and I see her touch her face six times and that's two minutes. And then she starts putting her hands all over my vegetables. It's because masks are uncomfortable. The fibers are itchy. They have to be adjusted. If you speak, they move. It's just, it's not a good solution to the problem. No, it's not. And I think that uh, when they write the book uh, and they finally, uh, uh, you know, figure out what science was right and what was wrong and what was speculation... I think they're going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The masks were never preventing anything. They weren't they weren't keeping you safe. I think they're worse. And and on top of that, they're worse. They're actually keeping all that bacteria, all that virus in your face and you're constantly breathing it back into your body. I think there is actually there is science that says just that, except guess what? Uh, you're not going to find it on YouTube. You're not going to find it on Twitter. You're not going to find it on Facebook because it's not allowed because it goes against. It doesn't matter where people find it. All they have to do is take a look around. I've been to it's bars. Com- it's common sense. Yes. Someone reaching up and constantly touching their mask is spreading those germs directly to their hands and then directly to everything they touch. Yeah. There's just no avoiding that. This is why cities like Nashua, the first city here in Keene to impose a mask mandate immediately had a spike in the number of coronavirus cases. And then I don't think any other city in Keene ever reached the numbers that Nashua did. Mm-hmm. And well, they, well, they're right there too next to Massachusetts and you know, yeah. who knows? I, I don't know, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready for the mask to go away. I, I'm ready to see smiles again. I'm ready to see people again. I want these, I want these, especially these kids to take the masks off and they should never be wearing them. First of all, they're not, gonna get sick but i mean it's just the uh, the the it the, frustrates me the to development no end, man the when, developmental issues that they're going to be dealing with you know a- after having lived in fear for what it's 14 months now or something yeah and for a lot of kids this is just what life is like for them they don't know anything else you know the four-year-olds the five-year-olds five-year-olds out there who are just now really becoming aware of what's happening around them they've spent their most critical years Wearing masks disconnected from other human beings, being propagandized constantly that other human beings are to be feared. Lepers. Everyone's a leper until proven innocent. We we wake up guilty of leprism. 
leper leprosy, leprosy. every morning, uh, and there's no really way around it. You're just a leper forever. Thanks. That's how people are treating us. And wouldn't you know it, uh, was it last Thursday, basically the CDC came out and says, hey, uh, you know what, that thing about wearing masks, you know, first of a week prior, they, they said, oh, you could... Uh, you could take your mask off when you're outside walking by yourself on the sidewalk. Yes. And we laughed at that and joked about that. And then a couple of days later, last Thursday, they just came right out and said, uh, yeah, you don't need to wear your mask anymore if you've been vaccinated. And oh my God, the fallout from a certain group of people out there scratching their so heads. So the CDC freak, freak. has actually said this? Yeah, yeah. Even, I- even Biden tweeted, he's like, the the rule is simple. Uh, you don't have to wear your mask if uh, if you're vaccinated. And and now you well, this have, goes well for me because I'm I know my boss is willing to lie and say that I have been vaccinated. Uh, if push comes to shove, well, this is this is part of the problem. You you have a certain segment of the population, uh, and you're we're really finding out how how uh, how crazy they are that they that they truly have. We were we were uh, bringing we were talking about liberal women. Sixty percent of liberal women under thirty have claimed to have a mental disorder. And the question, sure. and the question is, well, were you born that way, or is it the way you live your life? Do you live your life in fear? Or is it that, just that they want to believe they have a mental disorder? To be, to be special, yeah. yeah. I mean, so there's, there's, you could look at that three different ways. But no, you have. I was watching one of these uh, uh, liberal uh, news channels, and they were talking about this new, this new uh, information, this new science, and they couldn't believe it. They couldn't accept it. Rachel Maddow was talking about. She literally said, "I don't understand this. I'm going to have to." rewire my brain to to make sense of this uh, she, 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 to rewire but the science is settled and the cdc shared oh, no, the no, no, science no, 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 with no. us the the same people who've been claiming for the past year that look at these trumpers look at these magas look at these anti-vaxxers they they just can't accept the science what's wrong with them why are they so retarded and now they are the ones claiming the science is wrong they can't accept it what is this well the CDC's guidance, recommendations, or whatever, if anything, is most likely to be a motivating factor for people to get the vaccine. I think that's probably what they were aiming for. Mm-hmm. Hey, if pe- if you want to get people vaccinated, then you're going to have to offer them something. You're going to have it's to a, entice it's a carrot. them. It's a carrot. Yes. It's the carrot on their stick. It's as a, it, too many pundits have come out and have said that, those exact words. We have to create this carrot. We, ha- we have to entice uh, the populace that if they ever want to go back to normal, if they want to go to concerts, if they want to go to the grocery store, and if they want to hug grandma, they have to take this vaccine. What happened all of a sudden to change this guidance? They, so, like I exactly said, that. A, 110 million have been fully vaccinated in this country. That's not the whole, that's not the whole population. Why do they stop? No, but it's a lot of the adult population. And, and, and like I said, they've already opened, they just now here in our region, New Hampshire, they just opened, governor's like, 12-year-olds ah, can get it now, S- start setting up. I think one of two people. By the way, which is child abuse. If you take your healthy child to get this stupid emergency use only uh, uh, experimental vaccine, you are committing child abuse and you need to be locked up. I don't know approve of locking people up, but I will say I think I'm one of two people at my job that has not been vaccinated. I'm also one of the few people who has had COVID-19 there. You don't need it. And I'm totally, yeah, I'm totally fine. I actually tasted something today for the first time in forever. It, It was the best sandwich I've ever eaten. It's Free Talk Live. 
The Terran Federation and the Terran League have been killing each other for decades. Sheltered, wealthy, and light years from the threat, the members of the 500 have no interest in changing that. When Rear Admiral Terrence Murphy is given governorship of a backwater system, a risk-free path to wealth and power is his for the taking. But Murphy is a man of honor, duty, and responsibility. He intends to stop the killing, whatever the cost. Governor by David Weber and Richard Fox from BaneBooks.com. It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. Talking about the New World Order, for the most part, here tonight, and how they want to vaccinate you. They want to release these superbugs into the wild. They want to vaccinate you against them. And, you know, COVID-19, as far as superbugs go, is uh, pretty lame, as far as I can tell. You, but, you think it wasn't deadly enough to really, to really hit home? I mean... It was deadly to 85-year-old geriatric patients. Yeah, so is sure. so influenza. Yeah, th- that's exactly my point. What they, what was released, presumably, and we're going to get into this later, from it's, the... It's a, it's a growing... Uh, actually, it's not a new theory. It, it is not, but it, the lab leak theory, there may be some justification to it. Got to keep in mind, they said that this Wuhan lab works on bat coronaviruses that oh, yeah. they experiment on for them, years specifically bat coronaviruses now more interestingly and the argument and, is that the coronavirus covid19 originated with a bat or uh and also the idea a pangolin a, tra- a pangolin it's a what? weird looking lemur looking kind of a thing yeah i've never heard of that the uh, uh, south park uh Really, it really captured the. Uh, oh, I still haven't even seen that. <laughs> I keep forgetting yes. that's even a thing. You got to your, your list is too long. I know, but no, we're talking about the 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 CDC coming out and giving us new guidance, new science on Thursday. But what ha- what happened? It, what happened a couple of days before that? I don't know. There was the there was the Fauci, Rand Paul back and forth, and there were other senators and whatnot who were grilling Fauci about his connection to the Wuhan. And then two days later, they just decide to hand out this new guidance. What's that all about? Or maybe they're trying to Well, we've got hide, a caller, so hide before, we get, before we get too deeply into that, because I haven't seen that back and forth, let's go to the phones. We've got Major Payne calling from Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, peace, guys. Yeah, the reason the uh, states that have released their populace from this lockdown are doing so much better than the rest of the states against the coronavirus, it's pretty simple. They're getting sunshine. They're getting vitamin D. Yeah. They're out doing what they're supposed to be doing. They also vote differently, too. You think that has anything to do with it? Well, I mean, I know how I voted, and I know how the libtards voted, and it wasn't the same direction. But uh, I'm in Michigan. I think I wore a mask. Six times, oh Gretchen the Great's got no hold on me. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it is. It is so uh, upsetting to me that all of the guidance that we hear from these specialists in the field is everything that we should be doing, or nothing that we should be doing. Like, for example, going out, sunshine, 
shaking each other's hands, actually working on our, our, our herd immunity. No, 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 no. They want us all drugged up. They want us breathing old, nasty, stale air. They want us cooped up in cubicles. It's like, whoa. whoa. Oh, yeah. They, they want a, a little bacteria greenhouse on your face. And, uh, it, it's, yeah, it, it's scary. And they're doing this to the children. That's what's really sad. I mean, they're just corrupting the culture. Yeah, I can't even make, begin make, to make rem- a bunch of lemmings. Let's all run off the cliff together. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Uh, yeah, sir, how old are you? Did you ever experience the uh, hiding under your desk nonsense back in the day, back in the, during oh, the Cold yeah, War? Yeah, yeah. When I was, uh, I think it was kindergarten we had to do that. Maybe up to second grade. Do you think it affected yeah, you? I'm, I'm, I'm 61. Do you think it affected you in any way? Do you think you got you you you, were, you survived? No. Well, because no, that's it's very similar in, in a way. I don't know how long did that take place. Was it just kindergarten? That was it. Or? Sure, but they weren't doing nuclear drills every single day, right? And this mask nonsense—it is in your face. And that's what I was asking. How no, how that, long did that when, take place? When it, when it was really harsh, was a little before my time. That was in the fifties during the Big Red Scare. I wasn't born until sixty. I've heard about this though. It was a, a nuclear drill, like schools today do fire drills and evidently shooter drills and other stuff. Yeah. They used to have nuclear I, drills. Yeah, they, had, was, they, had a, they had a video with a turtle. It was telling you to hide on your desk because it it might save you. Yes. That, well, I'll tell you what. If, if you want to know what to pay attention, you pay attention to the frogs, the small birds. You, you ever heard of the canary in the coal mine? Yeah. They used to take a bird down into the mine because that bird was so small, if it breathed just a little bit of that leaking methane gas, it would drop. And you knew to get your furry ass out of there. Yeah, yeah. Bees, bees too. Yeah. Oh, but the bees are under attack because of uh, Monsanto, and uh, that's that's uh, one of the theories. Roundup. Yeah, that's one of the theories. Roundup. No, or... it's driving them mad. They're losing their directional capabilities. Well, I'm not sure. I think it also has something to do with what they're feeding their bees. You know, high fructose corn syrup probably isn't helping the bees at all during the winter. Well, exactly. You're right, and you're right back to Monsanto seed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you're you're right. You're you correct. All product. Yeah, you're correct. But uh, anyway, as far as the vitamin D. There's one other thing, or a couple other things you need to be doing. Zinc. Our vitamins are deficient. You need to be eating selenium and boron, and uh, a little vitamin K wouldn't hurt either. All right, peace out. Yep, Take thank care. you so much tonight for the call. I don't know if it's, um, I mean, I don't think the coronavirus is that big of a threat in the first place, because like I said, I've gotten it. So I don't know if having sunshine really helped me or not. I do drive a convertible, so I get a fair bit of sunshine. Right, Plus, right. you know, I sit on my back porch enjoying the pretty days that we have here in new hampshire i think just living a healthy lifestyle is gonna really because uh, i mean uh, you know who's really getting you know, the, the deaths who uh the, the, old, ma- people? the ma- old, old people and obese people and vitamin d deficient there's like those are like your three winners winner winner chicken dinner right there if you're any of those things yeah, yeah you might die but I mean, even when they consider, even when you consider that they're basically racking everything up to be Corona, we know this. We know motorcycle accident guy was listed as a coronavirus victim. We know sure. this. So, we, but even when they add all of those up, and you know, and oh, and and flu, uh, flu usually between twenty and sixty thousand a year. It was two thousand last year. Two thousand. What happened? Yeah, to the, the flu what numbers to the were flu? way down last year. What happened? They? What happened to all of that? So even you, th- you consider that they racked up the numbers. The numbers still really aren't that much from year to year. Yeah, there was more deaths last year, but not that many more. Not 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 the reason to shut down the whole damn economy more. 
and the yeah. damage. I mean, look at every look at what we're dealing with right now. Look at the prices of things. You can also thank the you know the printing of money, but I mean, this lockdown didn't help anything. No, people, of course pe- not. People I mean, don't want to go back helped, to work. So you have companies who are going out of business, or they can't. It helped the state. Oh, absolutely. It gave them a lot more power and a lot more authority, and it set precedents allowing them to tell us what we can and can't wear. Absolutely. But it didn't do anything for businesses. And now the federal government except is, except Amazon and Walmart. Yeah. And now the federal government is, you know, giving everybody stimmies, stimmy checks and, and unemployment checks, which, by the way, our governor, uh, as, as much as I can't stand the guy, he is actually ending our three hundred dollar uh, extra a month uh, or is it a, is it a month or a, or a payout? Anyways, he's, he's ending. Recall. He's actually ending that uh, incentive to not go back to work because if you, I mean, sorry. Uh, if you're making more money in unemployment than you are working 40 hours a week, who the hell is going to go to work? I mean, that's it, definitely the issue, right? It's a huge problem across this country. And he, and, and he has correctly uh, uh, put the spotlight on that issue that we're having, that people just don't want to go to work. You have businesses who have signs on their front doors like, I, we're going to be open till noontime, and then we don't have anybody to run the counter. Uh, please, please work for us. <laughs> we're hiring. As someone who works out there in the fields, I mean, I do see this stuff all the freaking time. It's just no one wants to work, and I I can't say I blame them because they are making more money sitting at home playing Xbox or whatever it is they're doing in their spare time. I would love to do that, but I'm just not the type of person to do it. I can't blame those people. It's not their fault that the government's paying them more, but people keep saying, oh, well, then you then increase the wages that you're paying people, and they'll come back to work. Look, it's really oh, not that yeah, that's, simple. That's a great argument, is it? it? Not. It's not because businesses in this situation are having to compete with an entity that can literally create money out of thin air. Businesses can't do that. Nope. They have to actually earn the money that they pay their employees. If businesses could just say, "Okay, sure, we can just create a thousand dollars a week to pay you," they would do it. But the government can do that. Businesses can't. It's not a fair competition. What are your thoughts? 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. That's the call in line. You can call in to talk about anything you want. 603-283-6160. With you in the studio, it's Aria and Conan. And, you know, it's frustrating to me to see so many of my coworkers vaccinated against, you know, COVID-19. But it's also frustrating to me to see how many of them are upset that Sununu's mask mandate has lifted. It's bizarre. It is absolutely bizarre. I mean, considering that these are like college kids, right? We're not talking about geriatric patients here. We're talking about college kids who who are calling Sununu an idiot because he lifted the mask mandates. One, mm-hmm. Look, you can still wear a mask if you want to. I don't know why you can't. Just because there isn't a mandate in place doesn't mean you can't wear a mask. Jokingly, we reported on an article couple of weeks back about the girls the dc girls who did not want to be uh uh thought of as ah, conservative yes. 
and we were just we were just speculating on that. It was an opinion piece. But we uh, have an actual piece here that someone well, we, actually bothered to research. We actually know that there are uh, liberals out there, progressives or whatever, yeah. who have who have straight out admitted to it. They do not want to be conflated as being any type of conservative because that's the people who aren't getting the vaccination. So how do you prove that I've been I've been a good little soldier? I've been a good little uh, slave and gotten my vaccine. How do I get to prove that? Unless maybe yellow stars are on their way. But just to and by the way and, and by the way we talk about sometimes you know the chat room and some of the callers will call in and say you guys talk about masks all the time sure. da, 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 da. you know what um, I think it's very very I think this is a very important argument because this is the first thing you see of your your fellow human beings you can't tell if someone's vaccinated you don't necessarily know what religious beliefs someone might or might not follow or what their political opinions are but you can tell someone across the store. Who's wearing a mask? You could tell a lot about that person. Sure, and I mean, I think, especially and I, because they wear so much of their personality on their masks, like me, with, your, with their vanity masks sometimes. Or yeah, I wear the NPC mask, right? To passive aggressively point out to people that yes, uh, I think wearing this mask makes me an NPC, not mm-hmm. thinking, just obeying. Well, that's kind of where it. This article is probably going to prove that. Sure, but I mean, we all. But I, I think this is so important because you can. Uh, this is something you can visualize right off the bat. You know what's going on. You know this person would was probably one of the 26 out of the 40 who will kill you, who will electrocute you to death if, if Dr. Fauci was sitting there with his lab coat on and he told them to do so. These are the people you need to fear. These, are, these people are dangerous. These are the people who are going to have yellow stars out pretty soon, sticking them on unvaccinated people, and you're going to be getting trucked off in, in, in uh, uh, cattle cars. Because they think I don't that, think it's going to get that bad, but there are certainly already examples of you know locker rooms being segregated into people who have red stickers and people who have blue stickers, right. and where some of them have been vaccinated, some of them have not been. But it, I, the masks are going away. The mandates, at least, are going away. Whether or not the masks will remain, evidently, some, some people, people want will, them. Yeah, they want they want them. So, what does the article say? This is from Yahoo News, uh, talking about one individual who's refusing to give up his. Masks. Whenever I mean, Joe he has Glickman the right to wear a mask if he wants. Exactly. Whenever Joe Glickman heads out for groceries, he places an N95 mask over his face and tugs a cloth mask on top of it. He then pulls out a pair of goggles. No, he doesn't. According to him, he does. According to this, according to this author, this dude is walking around in goggles and two face masks. Hey, you know whatever floats your boat. I, I guess, but man. <laughs> He has used this safety protocol for the past 14 months. It did not change after he contracted the coronavirus in November, and it did not budge when earlier this month he became fully vaccinated. Hold on. So he had he had COVID-19? According, Is that correct? According to him. According Why to did report. he get vaccinated then? He knows he'll be fine. He's a good little slave doing his part to save humanity. It did That's not budge. Stupid. Uh, he became fully vaccinated. Uh, and even though President Joe Biden said on Thursday that fully vaccinated people do not have to wear a mask, Glickman said he planned to stay the course. In fact, he said he plans to do his grocery run double masked, run double masked, good God, and goggled up for at least next five years. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> Even, okay, dude. Sure. I think I think they probably found one of the worst cases possible. Uh, yeah, but that's, they probably went to they probably went to the grocery store and they're just sitting there like, all right, let's look for a real crazy. Oh, there's one. Here's one. 
He's wearing goggles and two masks. That's our guy. And he runs masked. In two masks and in goggles. And he uh, plans to do this for the next five years. He's doing his part. Even as a combination of evolving public health recommendations and pandemic fatigue lead more Americans to toss the masks they have worn for more than a year, Glickman is among those who say they plan to keep their faces covered in, pub- in public indefinitely. For people like Glickman, a, cog- a combination of anxiety, murky information about new virus variants, the mutations, and the emergence of an, uh, an ob- obdurate and sizable faction of the vaccine holdouts means mask-free life is on hold, possibly forever. I have no problem being one of those people, said Glickman, a professional photographer and musician from Albany, New York. But I don't think I'm going to be the only one. I think he's right. Uh, let's skip down a little bit. Last year's protesters staged rallies against official requirements to wear masks, built piers to burn them. Have you, did you see any of these? I, I saw I saw organized protests. I don't I don't remember seeing anyone burning masks. Um, they, so they were burning masks. We attempted to burn one at Forkfest before we did the Rage Against the Machine song "Killing in the Name," and the plastic started melting, and you realized it no, was, it, it just didn't burn. Interesting. It's well, it's cloth. Um, but as more Americans become vaccinated and virus restrictions loosen, masks are at the center of a second round of a second round in the country's cultural brawl. This time, people who choose to continue to cover their face have become targets of public ire, which I'm calling that as bullcrap. Have you have you given anybody the stink eye who's still wearing their mask and you haven't anytime this year? No, I have better things to do. In interviews, vaccinated people who continue to wear a mask said they are increasingly under pressure, especially in recent days. Friends and family have urged them to relax or even have suggested that they are paranoid. OK, I, I do that. Um. But not to like my coworkers. I haven't caught. I have two. I have two coworkers who are always masked up. I've never like sat down with them and said, "Hey, look. Hey, look. You've got. You've. You got. You're suffering some type of disorder. You need to talk to somebody. You can talk to me if you want." No, I haven't done any of that. I'm doing it now, though. I guess. So I guess I mean, it would be true if you said, but you're not telling it directly to them. But I mean, they they certainly do suffer from some sort of fear. Unwarranted, hysteria. unwarranted in my in my eyes. But you know what? These, it's completely unwarranted. One of these girls, she lives off of NPR. She gets she, that's that's that is her her go to news source. And if you've ever listened to it in, in the recent in recent years, uh, oh, they are total state propaganda. It's sickening. Not to mention well, they're get, paid by the state. And not yeah, exactly. Not to mention you're getting talked down to by an elite, an elitist who's just I I don't like that's not that's not entertaining to me. I don't want to spend my drive to work listening to some snob telling me how to live my life to eat bugs to wear your mask to double mask and wear goggles because that's what they do on this, on NPR these days and they and they and they get on specialists who defend their argument which is all right you know this is stupid so why does this guy insist on wearing two masks and goggles for the next five years well uh part of the problem is is they it's hard to prove and this is from all the news anchors that i've been watching uh, in the last couple of days who are losing their minds it's hard to prove who has been vaccinated and who hasn't right now the new orders is like uh, you don't have to wear your mask anymore, even if if you are vaccinated. Meanwhile, I'm not vaccinated. I haven't worn a mask at all. So how do you differentiate me from the good slaves? Is that and that's they... what they're worried about. They're they now they're in the store with me, sitting right next to me. We're all we're in, we're in line waiting for the cashier to take care of, to put her nasty hands all over my vegetables, and they don't know if I've been vaccinated or not. 
So that is it then. It's That's still it. it's still just that they don't want to appear as conservatives or libertarians or anarchists. Well, or in this case, one of the reasons is no, that's one of them. The other one is you can't determine who's been vaccinated. You can't determine who's been a safe, good good boy or girl. Well, that's what I'm getting at, is that I imagine that most of the people who don't want to wear a mask are also not particularly inclined to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And here's another one. Uh, the Rachel Maddow uh, 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 spiel from a couple of days ago. She's been wearing her mask uh, religiously for so long, she, 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 can't, she can't wrap her mind around being free. Which is basically what this is. And by the way, well, that's typical for human beings, especially here in the United States, where we, you know, we've been under this regulatory nightmare for so long that we we don't know what freedom would actually no, look this, like. This is Plato's caves. This is yep. see, this is seeing the shadows on the wall and thinking that that's real. And you finally walk out into the sunshine and you're blinded. It's so real and terrified. And, oh yeah, exactly. And this is what these these crazy libtards. This is what they are. They are terrified. Oh my God, it's real. It's real, and I can't handle it. My brain is melting. What are your thoughts? 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. They start at FreePrivateCities.com and connect via the social media links shown there. All skills will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities open. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build FreePrivateCities.com. FreePrivateCities.com. Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. That's the call in line. You can join the discussion and talk about whatever you want. 603-283-6160. And hey, if you're enjoying the show, you might consider coming up to ForkFest. It's happening June the 28th through July the 4th at Rogers Campground here in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. you got to check it out. You're, you'll be around other liberty-loving activists. Uh, some people are calling it FBI Fest because I, I am kind of operating under the assumption that the FBI is also going to be there in some capacity, if just undercover or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, keep that in mind. It, it would be silly. It would be strange for them not to be, considering that the people who you know essentially picked the dates for ForkFest and have been promoting it for the last 11 months are going to be there. Well, I'm going to be there at least. I, someone from Free Talk Live presumably will be there. And it, it may be me, it may be Ian, I don't know. There have definitely been feds. Sure. Locals and national who have shown up to this event uh, to to cause issue, to cause problems. But don't let that deter you. The last time the police came Oh, they, to, get, they get run off. So yeah, yeah that's, and it's the yeah. most amazing thing, especially <laughs> when you got 50 people all of a sudden swarm these clowns. Everyone's got their camera Everyone on. With cameras and everyone's out. like, you guys need to go <laughs> screw off. And you know what? It, it, that's exactly what goes down. They, Fork they Fest, screw off. Forkfest.party is the website for you to do that. Again, forkfest.party. Let's go to the phones. We've got Tom calling from New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. They just passed a law in South Carolina. You see, they got this thing called the death penalty, and the pharmaceutical companies were fighting back by saying, we're not going to sell you the poisons that you need for, you know, the, the sodium pentothal 
that you need uh, to carry out the death penalty. Is that what so actually is that what went down? Yeah. That, so uh, the, yeah, the pharmaceutical companies stopped selling the stuff. So South Carolina passed a law saying that uh, you uh, get to choose whether you get uh, the electric chair or the firing squad. Jesus. And, you know, it's kind of like on Election Day <laughs> when you get to choose between the Democrat or the Republican. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty upsetting. You know what? I, I don't, I don't want to be executed. But well, if I had uh, to, you know, but if I had to, I would want the guillotine. Yeah, you know, guillotine victims were buried at government expense. This is a joke uh, that uh, they were buried at government expense by the mortician who bids the lowest price per decapita. Well, explain that. Uh, so they were they, the headsman was a was it a mortician? No, they were buried by the mortician who bids the lowest price per decapita. You've heard, a, of per capita? You've heard of per capita? You've heard of per capita. Well, God. this is a, a Come on, Tom. All right, but yeah, the firing squad. So I guess it's your, uh, is that is that been, is that law been uh, voted on and passed, or is it just that? Uh, voted on and passed. The governor signed it Friday in South Carolina. And so, <laughs> yeah, you, you get a choice between the electric chair or the firing squad, just like uh, on election day when about with ballot access laws and every restrictions and everything you get to choose between the Democrat or the Republican. I am seeing classic black and white photos of uh, of uh, Maoist China and uh, Stalin's Russia and Hitler's Germany of firing squads where that's how you went. I mean, they, Tom, they're just bringing it all back. Tom, I understand. Quick. Tom, I understand the analogy that you're making, but having to vote for a Republican or a Democrat is nowhere near as bad as having to choose between firing squad or electric chair. Well, either way you lose. Sure, either way you lose, but dying and getting an oppressive government are drastically different things. Live free or die. There's, I'm with you on that, Tom. that. I yeah, would have, rather... Have, have you seen some of these electrocutions that go wrong? Uh, no, I try to avoid... The watching the torture hey, a, of human beings. Not to mention, they're basically just they just turn the heat on and it is frying you, and you just sit there smoking and and bubbling. All your fluids are just bubbling out of your body. It's just a. It's who decided this was humane? It's like it's, I, I, I know. especially especially when it doesn't work, and, you, and you're still sitting there kicking and throbbing, and you're, you're still alive. Let's change the subject. We've got Steve Ridley calling about Bitcoin Gandhi. Steve, you're on Free Talk hey. Live. What's going on, everybody? Hey, guys. I just wanted to call in with a little update on uh, your friend and mine, Bitcoin Gandhi, a.k.a. my big brother, Dave Ridley. Ah, I thought, I thought, I thought Arya might have got your name wrong, but you are the brother. Yes. Hey, I'm the brother, Steve. Yeah, I'm Dave's little brother. And, of course, you know Dave from RidleyReport.com. Yep. I don't know how long he's been doing that. Uh, I'm very proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Ridley's, Ridley's guys, early photo, uh, videos of his interviews with uh, – uh, Movers was one of the reasons I moved here. Yep. So oh, he's out right now really? in New Hampshire walking uh, dressed as Bitcoin Gandhi. And at yeah. least that's the last I've heard from him. I haven't heard from him in a number of weeks. I was actually wondering today whether or not he's okay. Yeah, that is exactly why I'm calling. He's okay. <laughs> uh, but he does have some connectivity issues, so he hasn't been able to do a lot of updating. So I just wanted to call you guys and say, number one, he's okay. Number two... He would love to hear from everybody who supports him. And also, uh, as he's walking through New Hampshire, which is going to take another 10 days, I think it is, um, and he's going to end up in Concord, 
Um, he would love as much support as we can throw at him, uh, and that's another reason why I wanted to call. Um, as you guys know, and for anyone who doesn't know, Dave, he walks the walk. He's like the real deal. He believes deeply in uh, nonviolent civil disobedience, and he is literally dressed as Gandhi, walking New Hampshire, like, I don't know how many, 20 days. He's got, like, he's got flip-flops on, okay, Tebas, <laughs> and, a, a, like, a toga, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's got oh, he went dead. all out. I yep. mean, he is all in. Yeah, you saw. And he the and the accent and, and, and the, the the Gandhi mannerisms. <laughs> now, now, now he did, did he did it. he post his actual map on some site like Ridley Report yeah. where he's actually showing where he's going to be on certain days and whatnot? Well, almost. If you go to BitcoinGandhi.net, and if you don't know, Gandhi is spelled G-A-N-D-H-I. Yep. BitcoinGandhi.net. There is a map of his route, but he doesn't have dates and times. He's going to be stopping in you know, towns along the way, but I'm working to try to get more information from his telegram, from him, uh, stuff like that. But he is like in the middle of nowhere, probably. He's camping, and when he gets through to wherever he is next, I'll try to call you guys again. And also, we'll be posting at BitcoinGandhi.net, but he would love it if people just showed up, listened to him talk a little bit, and cheered him on. And also, of course, he's doing this in the support of the Bitcoin that we all care deeply about that i think and uh, we really need people to come out and support him and if whenever you can follow him a little bit through your town or go to wherever he is once we know where he is uh, i'll be posting that again at bitcoin.net cool steve thank you so much for the call i really wish that i did have an idea of where he was because i could probably drive to him within an hour mm-hmm. or so because Concord is only, what, an uh, hour and a half away? Yeah, so he can't be too far away, and I would love to show up and continue showing my support. As Unless far- he's doing like a loop or something, and he's walking all over the place. I imagine he is. I mean, even walking directly to Concord wouldn't take 24 days. Nope. I mean, it, do it in a day. Yeah, probably. 60 miles? But I have no way of communicating directly to him. I, I don't think I even have his cell phone number, and of course, I'm not on Telegram, but a lot of people are. So check him out. BitcoinGandhi.net. There's also some Shire Society posts from him, but I haven't been to the Shire Society website in, let's say, two months in a day, actually, is how long it's been. It was, uh, give or take, you know, I don't check the site regularly, but I know he's doing updates there. That's ShireSociety.com and BitcoinGandhi.net. It's absolutely inspiring to see what he's done, and he has, he has become Gandhi. I was fortunate enough to be able to see him off as he began his journey on May the 9th, I believe it was. So he's been out there a little over a week now. And it's just, it's a phenomenal piece of theater. Yes, he's a character actor. And I'm hoping it achieves something positive. And of course, the whole point of it is to raise awareness about the Crypto Six and to make people aware of you know just how violated the state of New Hampshire just was by the federal government including running a bear cat through the door here at the studio and driving a drone in through it. It's absolutely insane yeah, it's something, what was it's, done It's here. like something out of a movie, except no, it's not. It that really happened, and it happened in a neighborhood with you know neighbors yep. just Still, sit, sitting right across the street on their porch. Something like six, square, six blocks were shut down or something like that. Absolutely insane. So brought, brought out all the toys. They love them. Bitcoin Gandhi, if you're able to listen to this somehow, we love you, we support you, and we appreciate you. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live.
It's Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control, 603-283-6160. That's the call in line. You can talk about whatever you want, 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. And Cone. And Biden has a stern warning for people. The unvaccinated will end up paying the price. How's that? Are they going to die? Well, President Biden highlighted on Monday that for the first time since the coronavirus pandemic swept the nation early last year, cases of COVID-19 are, quote, down in all 50 states. But in a pitch to encourage unvaccinated Americans to get their shots, the president warned that those who are not vaccinated will end up paying the price. And Biden, in remarks from the White House, also announced that the U.S. will share millions more doses of coronavirus vaccines with other countries around the world. The president highlighted that deaths are down from COVID by 81%, which he said was their lowest level since April of 2020. Mm, mm. But he cautioned that, quote, I can't promise that will continue this way. We know there will be advances and setbacks, and we know that many flare-ups could occur. But if the unvaccinated get vaccinated, they'll protect themselves and other unvaccinated people around them. But what are these consequences that he's talking about? Are, are, are concentration camps coming? Well, or he's just saying, oh, you're going to die. If he, you don't get the vaccine, you're going to die. He warned that if they do not, states with low vaccination rates may see those rates, may see this progress reversed. Ultimately, those who are not vaccinated will end up paying the price. The vaccinated will continue to be protected against severe illnesses, but others may not be if you're not vaccinated. So he's simply saying if you're not vaccinated, you're at risk of getting COVID-19. And look, really... I think I'm totally okay with that. That makes it voluntary. Uh, are you? Is anyone out there familiar with Bill Maher? I'm not. Canceled his first show in 10 years. Why? He got COVID. Uh, Guess what? He was also vaccinated. Really? Why am I hearing story after story of whole baseball teams who have been vaccinated all come down with COVID? Well, because so it's, are it's you, a cold so, that rapidly mutates like other coronaviruses. But, but they're vaccinated, so what's the whole point? Why you if 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 someone if you are so susceptible susceptible to getting this, if it's such a it's a such a crazy bug that even the vaccine doesn't protect you, why is anyone getting it? That's what I don't understand, right? The whole, the whole point of getting vaccinated is that you can't get COVID-19, but evidently the vaccinated still can get it. And I understand, you know, it's only got a 95% effectiveness rating or whatever, but still it is a cold. It mutates. It's going to mutate. And the, the vaccine that you got presumably is not going to be any good against some of the mutations. Yep. And you're going to need a new, a new, very, a new variant every year. The president Pro- Probably two of them and a booster. The president stressed that we're not done fighting this virus. We still have tens of millions left to vaccinate, but we are making significant progress. But look, if you want to get vaccinated so that I can't give you COVID-19, that's fine. I will respect your right to inject whatever you want into your body, even if what you want to inject into your body is heroin. I don't care. It's your body. You inject what you want. However, if I want to run the risk of being susceptible to COVID-19, that is also my right. My body, my choice. Remember that, liber- liber- uh, libtards? Remember that? I remember it. I've been saying that for years. They used, they used to uh, rail against all the wars going around the world, too, and that kind of went away. So, I, yeah. Out of all of the groups that just basically change their minds, it seems, every year, depending on, I don't know, what's going on or who's in charge, 
you guys need to, I don't know. Biden goes on to say, in fact, when tomorrow's vaccination numbers come out, they'll show that 60% of Americans have received at least one shot. Biden also repeated his target date of having 70% of Americans receiving at least one COVID-19 vaccine shot by July the 4th. Oh, it's so sad. And now, like I said, and like we were talking about earlier, now it's the kids. Because that's, 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 kid, that's yeah. really what's keeping that number down. But I am kind of, I'm, I'm skeptical that that, that, that that many people have been vaccinated. Because I don't know a whole lot of them. Uh, it, it, I know a lot It's of them. not 60% in my work office. It. It, what about yours? It's well above 60%. My, my family, uh, it's like 5%. It's probably 95% where I work. And wow. my family's probably about 95% as well. I don't know because I don't talk to them. Well, when I, when I say my family, it's the other way around. Only 5% have gotten the shot. Yeah. The other 95 are like, nope, they're not putting any of that experimental nonsense in our bodies. There's no need. There's no worry. Well, I'm certainly the black sheep of my family. So if I'm you know, against getting the vaccine, then it's it's just a safe assumption that they're probably for it. Not because I'm against it, but just I'm very different from all of them. Yeah. The president also announced that in addition to the 60 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine, this is the first I've heard about that. I've heard of Pfizer and Moderna. AstraZeneca is the European uh, uh, var- ah. variant that basically was uh, creating blood clots in everybody and they pulled it down. But they said the same thing about Johnson & Johnson, which, uh, you know what? It was just a scam on the on the, on the part of Pfizer. Yeah, didn't it? Wasn't it like seven reported cases or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and there's more than that uh, every single year of women on um, birth control. Sure, but yeah, yeah, that was a total hit piece uh, 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 as far as Pfizer's are concerned. Because Johnson and Johnson's, guess what? It's just one shot, and just the one shot is cheaper than the two Pfizer shots, and it's especially cheaper than the Moderna shot. And these people. It's more similar to a classic vaccine. It's an attenuated, old-school, live, live virus. Uh, so if I, as I said before, if you ha- if I, if it's the concentration camp, or the, I'm sorry, if it's the firing squad or the stupid shot, I would take the Johnson & Johnson shot. None of this experimental stuff. I, I would agree. Uh, if the choice was the Moderna vaccine or the firing squad, though, I think I would go with the firing squad. I, uh, depending on, uh, we don't, we don't know. This has only been, what, at six months? I know, but we I'm don't, not willing. We don't, we don't know the long-term effects of this. And I'm not willing to inject something into my body about which I'm completely and totally ignorant of the long-term consequences of it. To me, there's nothing free in that. And no, no, it's not. And that's uh, uh, correct. Correct. And there's nothing free about the masks either. Even though, even though I I saw so many Facebook posts today, it's like, don't you want to take your masks off? Don't you want to be free? I am, but I'm not. Can going I respond to wait for the government's permission to do that? Yeah, uh, to to that to that poster who was talking about we'll finally free if we take our masks off. No, 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 no. If you're finally allowed to take your mask off because someone someone up above you decided that you know it was a good idea, you were never free. And getting permission has just made you so unfree that you can't even I can't even fathom how 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 enslaved you are uh, to to your to your to these rules, to this guidance. Well, to, they have the freedom to request permission, I guess. And the government has the authority to deny permission. A lot of a lot of a lot of plant, a lot of plantation slaves uh, would would ask for Sundays off so they can go uh, worship God or something or have a have a picnic. And sometimes, you know what? Sometimes the master would be like, yeah, you know what? I'll you know, I could be a, a nice a nice master. I'll, I'll give you that day off because, you know, slaves revolt. 
and you got to kind of keep them. Uh, you got to you got to help them out every now and you got to make them feel like um, uh, they're getting something out of the deal. Otherwise, so, otherwise they burn your they burn your house down. So Biden emphasized that we need to help fight the disease around the world to keep us safe here at home and to do the right thing and help the other people. It's the right thing to do. It's the patriotic thing to do. I said. It's the smart thing to do. It's the strong thing to do. Yeah, uh, yeah I still have no intention of getting any of the vaccines. Yeah, Biden. Goes, what about you? 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. The Terran Federation and the Terran League have been killing each other for decades. Sheltered, wealthy, and light years from the threat, the members of the 500 have no interest in changing that. When Rear Admiral Terrence Murphy is given governorship of a backwater system, a risk-free path to wealth and power is his for the taking. But Murphy is a man of honor, duty, and responsibility. He intends to stop the killing, whatever the cost. Governor by David Weber and Richard Fox from BainBooks.com. It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. I would love to hear from uh, Dr. Dickie the Ghost Hunter again, because that that call was super fascinating, dude. I don't... Playing around or a real, legit... It's hard to tell over the phones, but I mean, he seemed to be legitimate, and when he got the opportunity to talk about something that probably couldn't be discussed on the radio, I put him on hold, explained, and he changed the subject to something that was radio friendly. So I'm assuming that he legit is a ghost hunter. Who are you going to call? It was last Free Wednesday's. Talk Live. It was last Wednesday's episode. Uh, that's She Talk Live on Wednesday nights. I, I will make the new banner for She Talk Live. If I say tonight, then I won't get the chance to go I home know, and play right? Resident Evil Village. I know, right? You got to make decisions. Decisions. If I say tomorrow night, then I I have to work Wednesday morning. This is why I don't get anything accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> How long would it take me to actually? It's longer than you think because I have to figure out what in the hell font that is because I can't find it. What do you say? His name was Dicky or Nikki? What was his name, the ghost hunter? That That's told. I, I have moved on from that. Call though. back. I want to hear do- talk about ghosts. Yeah, definitely call back. It, it was fun talking with you. But uh, right now we have Vernon calling from New Orleans, if I can find where the mouse is. Vernon, you're on Free Talk Live. So a few shows ago, maybe a few weeks ago, you all were talking about uh, how to grow sweet potatoes in New Hampshire. And you all had mentioned how much colder it is in New Hampshire versus Tennessee, and I think the gentleman that was having that conversation with you was on tonight, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay, great. So I was just wondering if you all could maybe explain to us how that uh, you all were talking about there's different zones, and I was just curious how those zones work, because... Well, Conan can answer that very specifically, but I tend to agree with you. I don't think it's colder in New Hampshire than it is in Tennessee or Mississippi. It's during a, the summer and during the summer months. The issue, the difference is here in New Hampshire, we actually do get a spring where it's warm during the day. And 
I'm going to hate that I wore flip-flops and a skirt and just a tank top when I leave the studio tonight because it's going to be in the mid-40s probably, even though it was 80 degrees during the day. In Mississippi, you don't have that kind of variance in the temperature. It's just summer. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just summer. If it's 80 degrees during the day, it's 72 degrees at night. I was in Clarksville, which is northern Tennessee, and I think I believe that it's zone 7, and they did have four seasons. So in very, regard to, very pleasant seasons. So in regard to these seasons, I mean these zones, what what are they? That's basically just uh, temperature zones. You, so to give you an idea, when actually it's focused on when your first and last frost dates occur. And here in Zone Five B, uh, the the last chance of a frost date is May twenty, and and the first frost date is, I believe, sometime in mid-October. And so basically, you don't want to grow anything, peppers, tomatoes, beans, sweet potatoes. You don't ever want to try to grow those uh, outside of those frost date uh, time periods. So it's, so yeah, you are correct, Arya. It doesn't, we get, we have hot summers here. Yeah, it hit 100 last year. We also, but we also have really, really cold winters compared to something like Tennessee or, or Florida. But no, it's, the zones are all about the frost dates. And when you want to actually start taking your product out and putting it in the garden, uh, when you start getting close to that date, for example, right now, uh, three days from now is the last frost date. But if you know, Aria, that we haven't had a frost, it hasn't gone below 32 in like four weeks. Yeah. So I think it's a safe bet that we're not going to get another frost. Another important element about the, 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 the growing zones is not just the temperature of the, of the air that you breathe, but it's very important that the soil temperature is correct because you don't you can't even get a lot of different products you can't bean seeds is a prime example it wants nice warm uh soil to germinate if you put it to cold soil it'll just sit there it'll rot uh so did that answer your question vernon yeah so the reason that you can't grow sweet potatoes very well in new hampshire is because of the, the temperature is that correct i i believe it has a lot to do with the soil temperature and i just i just i've just been unlucky i did Oh, and on top of that, uh, because I'm, I, I never buy, you know, uh, I'm not even allowed an Agway anymore because of the stupid mask thing. But uh, typically, uh, most all of the potatoes that I grow in my garden have been from store bought, from the grocery store, from store bots. Uh, now they say don't do that because they put an inhibit, they put inhibitors on the potatoes to keep the uh, the eyes from growing. So you, you can't get sprouts. This is untrue because if anyone has opened up the cupboard and there's three-month-old potatoes down there at the bottom, they've been in the dark, and you've got these long tendrils popping off of them, it doesn't always work uh, as well as they say that it does. I think a big part of my problem is my sweet potatoes have been store-bought, and the inhibitors really, really, really work well on them, and they keep them from sprouting. Uh, the other problem is, I, well, I, like I said, it's the cold soil. I think the sweet potatoes just don't like that. Uh, the, a, a, a frost will a frost will decimate a sweet potato faster than you can, you can blink. But they did grow better in Tennessee, you say? Oh, absolutely! They were growing like weeds. What, what, so the temperature there's that big of a temperature difference between Tennessee and New Hampshire in the winter, primarily. Uh, in my view, a thousand miles away, a thousand miles south of where I'm at right now, yes, it was absolutely the the all that all the, uh, what was. The most important aspect was the temperature and the fact that there's a growing, a very long, um, there's a longer growing season. So you get like another month and a half of extra growing season, which the sweet potato is a slow growing product. 
uh, and it really wants to have that extra month or two to to to, to continue to grow. It, re- it likes full sun too, by the way, full sun. Bernard, thank you so much for the call tonight. Uh, to clarify my point, it's definitely colder on average in New Hampshire than it is in Mississippi, and it's definitely colder during the winter months than it is in Mississippi, at least here in New Hampshire. But strangely, during the summer months, it doesn't seem that Mississippi is that much hotter than New Hampshire. Or during I, I, the spring, I think I think you're wrong. Mississippi gets up to, gets up past a hundred. So did New Hampshire last year, like once? No, it, at, for a solid two weeks at least. I I, don't, I had to buy another air conditioner for my house because the three weren't keeping up. I I ins- I have two uh, wall units. I put one in my bedroom and one in, in my my computer room. I used it like one time. I was kicking myself like I, I just I just could have. You know, yes, but you also keep your house at fifty-two during the winter. I like <laughs> this, <laughs> this is this is true. So you will probably sit there sweating in a ninety-five no, degree. No, house. no, 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 no. That's where I draw the line. This is why I don't live in the South because I cannot stand that icky nastiness. I can't stand having to take three showers a day because you walk from your from your damn front door to the to go get something out of the car, and it's just like it's just instant drench. Forget that nonsense. Never going back. And I can't stand the mosquitoes. And I can't stand. Well, that's it. Mosquitoes and heat. The humidity. It's nasty. I don't want it. The mosquitoes, the humidity, the heat, and generally the people are the reasons I prefer New Hampshire over Mississippi or I like, anywhere I like, I like their politics these days. I like this. I like this governor of theirs. He's just like, no, you know, you can't man businesses. You can't mandate the vaccines. Just don't just stop. And they were, and I don't think they ever had any mask ordinance, you know, to even. Oh, Mississippi la- lap certainly at. did. Well, but when they lifted theirs, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it sounded like, you know, he was saying, "Hey, there's anarchy now." I don't remember exactly. We we read the t- tweet back when it was, mm-hmm. you know, back when it happened. Ian and I did, and the the tweet could have been read in such a way that it meant that nobody had to follow any laws anymore. You mean like our keen mask ordinance? Yes. It's well, like it's like all, all you have to do is lie and say that you have a, a medical condition, and you know what? They can't ask you about it. So I mean, it's like you—it's—it's. It's, there's no teeth to it. No, but businesses use it as an excuse to enforce it, and there are a lot of businesses that don't respect health exemptions, even though it's right there within the within the city ordinance. Well, that, if you know, a good lawyer, you could sue them. Not, not really, because it's private property, and they can refuse to serve you for any reason they want. Yeah. This is why I don't go in the grocery stores. Yeah, it's it's a mess out here. 603-283-6160. Give us your thoughts on it. What is your solution? 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Spent Aria and Conan with you tonight, and I want to say thank you to Gage Bass, who's tonight's, could be Gage Bass as well, who is tonight's amplifier. This means that Gage is a member of the AMP program, which means that Gage likes the show enough to throw money at us, to help us reach more radio stations, larger audiences, get our podcast more view, listens, all of that awesome stuff. It's the AMP program that makes all of that possible. Check it out at amp.freetalklive.com. It only takes five bucks per month to join, and it gives you a number of cool little perks like an AMP-only call-in line, an AMP-only Facebook group for those still on Facebook, 
and even an AMP-only chat room on the Matrix server, which you can find at chat.freetalklive.com. But you shouldn't sign up for the perks. The reason you should sign up is because you value the ideas of having shows where people like um, Dr. Dickie Ghost Hunter and conversations about sweet potato people can call and talk about whatever's on their mind. Or bugs. Or bugs. I Eating mean, them. <laughs> I still don't know how we... We went down a bug-eating rabbit hole there for like an hour and a half that started because of cicadas. Yes. You know what? Uh, considering how much politics we discuss, sometimes I really want to get off the beaten track and talk about video games or movies or bugs well, as opposed we, to Fauci. I'm getting tired of that fool. Well, we certainly did that. And if you value that, check out the AMP program. Uh, Gage is a gold-level amplifier, which means that Gage is giving $10 per month to the AMP program, and we appreciate that. We hope you continue listening to the show, and we hope you continue amplifying it. We do have David calling from New Mexico, though. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, you should be taking, or we all should be uh, following the direction of a famous uh, uh Communist Jew, Jewish communist uh, Saul Alinsky, in his Rules for Radicals, and uh, and as uh, commemorated again by uh, who was it, Rahm? Oh, another good Jewish politician, Rahm Emanuel. Uh, never let a good uh, crisis go to waste. Obama said it too. So did Churchill. Yeah, but aren't, yeah, you, exactly. I that was Cheney. Exactly. Aren't aren't all politicians doing this, and not just Jewish politicians? Well, the Jews are the worst. Like, I'm looking at a picture of Marx right now, another nice Jewish fellow. I think that all politicians are equally awful. Well, they're all equally awful. However, the the, the Jews are—if if politicians are awful, then Jews certainly like being awful because they're 2% of the general population, but they're 10, 20, 30, 40% of the power base in politics. So— by your math, Jews are awful. You so, know, what, you another know, problem I have with that is that with most the, certainly not my math, David. <laughs> another problem I have with the Jewish question is everyone identifies, even if they have a, if their if their mom, their stepmom was Jewish, then they get to be Jew too. I mean, isn't aren't the aren't the Trump kids Jewish, but not really? Yeah, yeah, Kushner. Yeah, everyone claims yeah, it. It's actually it's actually quite interesting. The um, uh, Trump had Kushner and Barr, and I'd have to get all my notes. There's half a dozen other ones, but look at the Biden administration. Almost uh, the majority of his his cabinet uh, appointees are Jewish. You got I the don't Olenti care in the least what their ethnicity or religious beliefs are. Well, then you're going to get steamrolled if you've got you got to look at patterns. They're politicians. That's what politicians well, do. Over me. What? You keep talking over me. You got to look at patterns in in order to see what's coming at you. I look at patterns, but I don't focus on irrelevant details. We have politicians who love abusing power. Well, it's not irrelevant if somebody's coming at you. If, if you got an opposing force coming at you, and they happen to have twice the number of tanks as a as a normal, it means something. You got to look at what it is. Break it down. Uh, I guarantee you, your military is doing that. They're looking at exactly your your cops do it. You you talk about cops profiling people. Cops, if if it's good enough for cops, why can't I do it too? I have always been against cops profiling people. Well, I'm just saying they're doing it. I'm aware, and, and so I've been against true. that. And now, are you are you in favor of cops profiling people? I'm in favor of profiling, so I don't get steamrolled. Yes. Are you in favor of cops profiling people? 
Um, because not they would in the make way the, that you're thinking. Because they would make the yeah, very yeah, same yeah. argument that you're making. They're like, oh, I'm okay yeah, yes, if means I don't get steamrolled. The answer to your question is the answer to your question is yes and no. Um, yes, I'm in favor of them profiling. No, not in an abusive manner. Profiling is always abusive. It demeans no, it's the person. Yes, it no, demeans no, a person. Not. Yes, it is. Good. Good night, David. It demeans a person's individuality. It denies them the right to be an individual because you're judging them according to what you interpret a collective to be. Uh, I, don't, I, I disagree. I think it's a safety. It's a safety procedure to basically prevent. As he said, getting steamrolled. I think that uh, when I and, 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 and walk into a certain area that I'm not experienced with, I don't know the people, I make assumptions I, sure. I, based on stereotypes. Yes, and to a certain extent, that's for, for, necessary. For, for my safety. Yes, to a certain extent, that's necessary, and that's just natural selection. The human being who couldn't be prejudiced against the bears died because they kept trying to go up and hug the big fuzzy creatures. <laughs> Right. Actually, I think probably a better analogy is uh, letting a, a bunch of uh, of strangers into your tribe and then all of a sudden everyone gets sick. And it's like well, also true, but I don't want to target it at other human beings. Right. Well, we, we can look at the bear or the tiger or whatever wild and wild dangerous animal we want. And, you know, we can recognize it's common sense that if a human being could not say, well, that bear may be different, but most bears will ch- <laughs> will knock my head off. That human being dies, and that trait of not being able to unless, make unless those you're that uh, unless you're that grizzly man, the documentary. Did you did you ever see that? I did not. He lived with the bears, the gri- grizzly bears. He went out there and was walking around with them and camping with them in the whole nine. And then they found his body a couple years later. I'm not at all surprised. It makes sense. And and by the way, here's an even better one than like tigers and bears and oh my, uh, spiders and snakes. Sure. And our inherent. Uh, displeasure with them, and you get, and you have some crazy people out there who like them walking on their heads and stuff, and wrapping wrapping snake coils around their necks. And it's, what's wrong with those people? But it's different with animals because animals don't rationalize. Animals don't think. Animals don't try to better. And I realize humans are animals, so by definition, because humans try to do these things, animals by definition do, since mm-hmm. humans are animals. But what I mean, non-human animals. Don't tend to rationalize things. They don't try to better themselves and they don't try to make the conscious decision to be better than their peers. And because I know that people do that, I have to give people the benefit of the doubt, regardless of what stereotypes the wider society would have me believe of them. The individual can choose not to be that. The bear can't choose not to be a bear. But the trans person can choose not to be a raging leftist commie liberal. But you know, pretty much every animal out there has a pecking order. And they pick on each other like you wouldn't believe and sometimes sure. even kill each other like their own kind. Yeah. And it's not something they're actually thinking about. It's inherent. It's in their it's in their right, DNA. Because they don't they, have the capacity to think. I know. But we're just doing the same thing on another level. But we can think about it. We can actually uh, uh, we can wrap our heads around it and and make the decision not to do it. Yes. But actually going through the actions and performing those actions on our fellow human beings, it's like you said, animalistic and it's natural. Profiling is natural, man. I, I Pro- agree. Profiling it's is a natural occurrence, and uh, that was my entire argument about the bear. That is, it's natural to profile the bear, and it's, it's necessary for humans to for any for survival. Yes, it's a survival mechanism. However, I don't believe it should ever be extended to human beings solely because humans can. Yeah, we improve have, themselves. Like, like I said, we have the ability to actually not do it. Yeah. 
uh, which is, you know, if you want to live peacefully with your fellow human beings and be a good a good neighbor, sometimes you have to uh, turn off your your animal lizard brain and you actually have to do work to be a nice person. It's always like I've always said, it's always it's much, much easier to be mean and nasty and ugly, whereas being a good person takes work. I, I wake up mean. <laughs> until, I, until I get my coffee, but if sure. I actually want to be a, a a good neighbor, it I have to work to that. I have to actually go out and I have to put my smile on. I gotta be I gotta be friendly. I gotta have a nice conversation and think about nice things to say. Otherwise, I'm naturally an ugly person. It's certainly easier to hate than it is to love. I mean, yep. it's it's easier to hold a grudge or to want vengeance than it is to forgive someone. But I would argue that in the long term, the people who don't forgive, the people who choose hate over love are not doing themselves any favors and are, in fact, actively hurting themselves and it's making a, it, themselves worse, worse off. It's unhealthy. It's unhealthy to Absolutely. live in that mindset, and it just makes you – it, 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 it goes to your body physically, whereas being, being ugly all the time is going to give you – it's going to give you tumors. That's not tumors, but uh, ulcers, because you're always you know, sure. upset about everything. Uh, it, so it, as a general rule, just smile and be kind to one helps. another. I can't really do it that well, but uh, I, I can at least have a nice thing to say, like, how's the how's, how's them Yankees, or I don't know. I don't know sports. Sorry. We should all strive to live in love and not hatred, though, because hatred is a poison, and you're only poisoning yourself with it. Hey, thanks for listening to tonight. We'll be back same time tomorrow night. Online in the meantime, head on over to freetalklive.com, and you might consider again joining the AMP program, amp.freetalklive.com. On March 16th of this year, a joint government task force raided the New Hampshire Bitcoin Embassy, the Mighty Moose Mart, the homes of Aria DiMezzo, Andy and Renee Spinella, Colleen Fordham, a grandmother, and perhaps most relevant, the studios of Free Talk Live. The Crypto Six were arrested, most were released, but Rich Paul, also known as Nobody, and Ian Freeman both remain in custody. We've been in contact with attorneys that say no crime even appears to have been committed, but that didn't stop the Joint Thug Task Force from ripping out wires from the back of our broadcast stacks, taking Free Talk Live off the air, violating our and your First Amendment rights. You can go to thecrypto6.com and donate to fight against these charges. But as importantly, contact media and tell them about this outrage. This case is likely to set precedent for the use of cryptocurrency well into the future. Help our fight for liberty and financial freedom at thecrypto6.com.